My name is Art, and this is my first log. I've never really wrote anything outside of college. I feel like my cherries popped. A second virginity to something I thought I knew. It's different when it's not for a grade. Different like that girl I met yesterday. The reason why I'm writing. Before this, I was recording at the Huntington Library, where they have gardens from all over the world, or at least gardens that mimic what's around the world. It was nice seeing the view. I saw Asian and European gardens, the ducks were interesting to shoot, and the Chinese garden was enough to keep me staring for days. I roamed around the fields, crossed each bridge, and passed under every tree in the entire property. I had everything to start my own documentary, if I wanted to. Everything but the Shakespeare Garden. It takes me a while to digest everything in. Being a visual person, learning has always been difficult blindfolded. Some would consider it ADD. Others think it's a stubborn trait of mine. Personally, I think that if there was no pictures, then it never happened. Books are another topic though, but among everything yesterday, I have to admit, I wasn't so much as intrigued by anything until I reached the Shakespeare Garden. Not because it was small, or lacked a garden past its moat, but because I found her. <laughs> you remember that feeling you got when Romeo first set eyes on Juliet? How being in love was so mystifying that you couldn't wait to be there someday. It was like that, except I was a deer staring in the headlights looking for an excuse to sit right next to her. It's no poetry, but Porthos sounded just as good. She smelled nice too, a familiar scent from the Sukult shop on Magnolia Boulevard down in Burbank. We will be meeting soon. In fact, it's a date. I have her number, and I forgot to write her name down. Sign, The Art. I don't know her name, and it's bugging me. I googled her number, I looked her up on the yellow pages, and I started asking around the Huntington about her. Well, kinda. It was more like pretending to be interested in volunteering, and then refusing. Then changing my mind. Just to get back to the point of asking if there were any chicks in the Shakespeare Garden. It was awkward. Never thought I'd be so desperate just to figure out a girl's name. I have her number. I rewrote it on my fingertips. I'm scared to write it anywhere else. I think it's very representative of my interest rate of visual understanding. Expressive to the nuance of my glossy picturesque memory. Not seeing it makes me doubt the numbers are really in their order. I tried it earlier today, and it didn't help that I couldn't see it. The numbers 626 became 622, or 266, or 662, or 262, and so on and so forth. It's a bit silly, but I have to admit, anything beyond 323 area code makes me nervous. 
I remember taking the bus down to Pasadena and seeing less and less of brown people on the streets. It's like Disneyland, without kids. This is actually a little exaggerated. Really, I'm not dialectal or anything. But the idea of losing her number just loses the point of meeting someone I like to date. Call me obsessive, but to call a pretty girl without knowing her name is embarrassing. I mean, what happens if she picks up the phone and I have to guess her name? Wouldn't that sound scandalous, like I was dating someone else at the same time? Or even if she didn't think that, would she still want to see me? It's kind of weird, right? I'm feeling down. I'm going to try Facebook and see if the Huntington has a group page for their volunteers. I have to know her name. Sign, The Art. Japanese garden is further down that way. About halfway through the week, I, I was starting to feel like what happened in the Shakespeare, the Shakespeare Garden wasn't is. real. Embarrassment doesn't really follow you when the reminders have disappeared. Really? For all I knew, it might have been a mix of stress and the heat. I must have made up some guy to cheer me up. Should have known that artsy weird guys were my taste. <laughs> Figures. I just hate it when I forget something. Besides, I have more important things to worry about. After graduating college a few months ago, I'm on the hunt for a job. I can't just wait for a publisher to call me with great interest. Your last article was absolutely stunning. I was wondering if maybe you'd be interested in writing a book series for us, Eve. Ugh. Like that'll ever happen. Considering I haven't exactly finished writing something other than a few short story assignments. An AA in English is sure to get me somewhere, right? But as for immediate cash, I need to find a part-time. Everyone suggests that I work at a restaurant as a waitress or a host. <laughs> Welcome. A table for one? Oh, please, follow me. Is there anything I might be able to get you started with? <laughs> but the reality is that this is L.A., and anyone in that industry has to know someone in that industry. Perhaps the cubicle job is calling my name. Not too many places are looking for A.A. degrees, but B.A.'s. I wish someone would have told me sooner. I refuse to go back for my bachelor's until I get some sort of income, so I'm not a leech entirely off student loans. My volunteer contract at the Huntington expired. I wasn't as emotional as I thought I would be after the imaginary arty boy situation. I felt like I was there a little too long for my mind's own good. I've told no one about this except you, Journal. Instead of losing my mind, I thought I should make it work for me and write about it. Here's a taped copy of what I got. Fellow Stranger, a memoir by Eve Willows. From Darcy to Rochester, a girl sees the hope of a hero and their life to save them from their inner turmoil. Mine was named Art, and it came at just the right time for this damsel in distress. We met in a garden in the warm breeze of June, strangers to the modern world. It was fitting that we meet under the safe eyes of the legendary poet Shakespeare. He was a strange and of wild from scent to untamed hair of yellow and black. Cloaked he was in a void of black capturing the distress of the Sophia. 
My resistance was strong, as I was the woman who could chase such beasts of really? men as Hamlet. Is that it? So this child of wild was cunning and was welcoming See, to strange demeanor. See, I'm an installation demeanor. artist, and I'm looking we at photos of the Shakespeare garden. We were both children of insanity chasing our mother to get into his thoughts for Each a different weapon of choice to capture her elusive secrets. So I've gotten in the habit of recording This insanity was our fatal attraction. We laughed and grew a conversation in this picturesque scenario, drawn to each other by intoxicating scent of creation. Later challenged the legends, even Shakespeare our guardian, as this conversation gleamed and soon surpassed. He was only as visible as the wind, and this Ophelia was left in her pond of contemplation and self-doubt. Perhaps we will meet again, another time and place. Such oh, interference from the legends is cruel but common for a mortal as I. Using one of their smells right a bittersweet now. memento to add to my journey. It's a bit postmodern for me, but my inspiration has fallen in a dry spot lately. I'm taking it to the writing group tomorrow evening and reading it in our meet and borders. I'm so sick and tired of having nothing to read. It's not my best piece, but it's better than nothing. Something needs to cheer me up, and it better not be another figment of my imagination. A little change of style never hurt any writer. Except Dickinson. But I won't touch that. I won't be here for long. Baby steps, right? First date. Then writer meetup. Then part-time job. Then writing, novels, and finally publishing. I can do this. Eve. Nocturnal Notes is a Drift Plume production, written and directed by Stephanie Warner and Eugene Cordell. Our sound designer is Pedro D. Ortiz. Our composer is Luke Geiger. Vocal talent includes Tori Rogers as Eve Willows and Joshua Hill as Arthur Rex. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Episode 2, Try Not to Blink, was produced by Stephanie Warner. For more information on Nocturnal Notes or our other projects, please visit us at driftplume.com.